live back again kirk just gonna mute you there for one second thanks so much for for waiting on me welcome back folks it's the hit the lotto podcast this is number 27 or 28 I'm not quite sure which one it is you know how we roll on the uh on the hit the lotto podcast and uh we got two two a, a double banger this week i pulled off wow that's this is something special coming from me. Sometimes it's three weeks before I, I get on to and talk bullshit on the radio on the whatever this is the, on a podcast. But uh, uh, we got we got two of them coming this week, and the reason we got two coming this week is because and I, I've already talked about it on on one episode of uh, of the show. Uh, but I'll re- I'll recap it real quick. But we got uh, at least one. <laughs> Very special guest that's uh, 
uh, in the studio with with me today. But uh, we got some new folks in the studio too. I see. Uh, my name is Romo. Uh, I am an American originally from Philly by way of Long Island, New York, who now lives in Dublin, Ireland, uh, for the last ten years. I am, uh, COVID was a motherfucker and everybody had to start to do something. So I, at, uh, almost 50 years old because, uh, one of my, my, uh, good, good mates and mentors from the men in black podcast, uh, Goldie was doing so well. And I said, you know what? I can fucking do that too. And I went out and bought a fucking microphone and a fucking good headset. And now I'm doing this. <laughs> Men in Black, yeah, Midnight in Baghdad, Jesus. Whoa, that's hit the lotto, isn't it? Sorry, Midnight in Baghdad is the name. And that's why I love doing the show live, too, because uh, you guys get to, if you want to ask questions, hopefully, you know, it's sort of like uh, chat if you're used to, if you're here to listen to my uh, my, my special guest, but uh, uh, Midnight in Baghdad. And Goldie kind of convinced me to, to that this is a fun thing. And, uh, and I just talk shit maybe once a week couple times a week and uh we talk about topics different topics big small sometimes i have some my buddies on uh most times i just have my friends on and uh we just shoot the shit but i um i fell down this little rabbit hole and i'll, I'll get into that in, in in two seconds but uh, uh first of all let me bring him on since i, I haven't muted for way too long and it's we've been we've been talking about this for months but uh and it's the funny thing here's the funny thing about this is that and it, and it is kind of weird is that i don't even know this dude's name so i am not sure like I, I i don't know because you know you know you know tags gamer tags and streamer names and things like that so i don't even know this this dude's name but you know it, it doesn't fucking matter because uh uh he, he he puts it all he puts it all out there for everybody to see. But but his uh, his Twitch streamer partner, no pixel role player. We'll get into all that stuff. But uh, Mr. Theo is joining us in the in the studio, and welcome and thank you so much for uh, putting up with all my fucking bullshit to to join me in, in here, man. I really appreciate you coming on, pal. I'm so happy I'm finally in here. I'm, it's it's been months in the making, but we finally made it, and I'm stoked. It's going to be a great time. It, um, just to formally let you know, my name's Thor. It's good to finally talk to you. Um, that is my name. I'm Thor, Mister Theo on Twitch, playing Kirk Jerkums. And I'm stoked. That is to be fan. Here. So a fella named Thor. Yep, that's it. That's it. Who who, uh, who gave himself a Mister Theo streamer name? Plays a dude named Kirk. <laughs> yep, that's it. Three aliases, wow. baby. Well, I mean, honestly, though, I mean, with a name like Thor, which is an amazing name, by the way, with a name like Thor, you didn't need to change nothing. You could have just pretty much, you know what I mean? Like, I nobody would have believed you. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth. I got to flash my ID all the time. I That's all the time. Uh, well, look, it's it's a, a pleasure to have you on here, man. And uh, I, I, I want to get into to why you're here and and why I I asked you on and this will be so you so you know Thor and for the folks you got a few fans that are joining us live too so it's a, a testament to you and uh, uh, and what you do but I um so like I said to you I'm you know I'm 50 going on I'll be 50 next year and. Uh, my friends were uh, all playing PlayStation. So when COVID hit, I hadn't played a game since PlayStation 2, whatever. But when COVID hit, I was like, ah, fuck it. You know, I got a, mm-hmm. got a 12-year-old daughter. So I was like, I can, I can buy her a PlayStation in disguise. Perfect. And then 
and then I'll just play. And then that turned into me buying a separate PlayStation so she could have hers and I have mine. And now, so, but um, I, I suck at it. I'm horrible. I'm horrible. Like I'm, I'm, I'm used to two button games, <clears throat> you know, maybe three button ish. You know what I mean? PlayStation two was like, my max i'm a sports dude i played madden i played tiger woods golf like we played nhl hockey that's it but and these guys but these guys started uh an f1 racing league here in ireland and they they i i was watching it and i was like you know what i could call this even though i don't know fuck all about formula one racing i'm like I can go through spectator mode and help you guys out here on your Twitch stream. So we started a, a Twitch stream for this thing, and I was the the play-by-play race announcer for this f- fake Formula One league. Hell yeah. Right? That's what I did. And then another buddy of mine in the States, he joined in the two of us. He would be the color commentator, and there was like eight drivers in the league, and they they some of them had some, some TikTok – of viral stuff because uh, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I'll send it over to you. But they, uh, I mean, like when they crash, they go fucking nuts on each other. <laughs> like they fucking pulled no punches and chat in these chat rooms with each other. Love so it. that's how I started on Twitch. I'm like Twitch. I also work uh, in my field. I'm in e-commerce and I do a lot of work on Amazon. I do a lot of work with Amazon. So <clears throat> I knew obviously that you know. Bezos paid a billion dollars for this this weird thing a few years ago, and everybody said, "What the fuck is he spending this money for?" But then I started doing this wheel to wheel racing, and and um, I had fun. And then I, I'm not really much of a TV guy. I don't really watch much TV. I don't I don't really get. I can't watch scripted shows because. Mm-hmm. Because I have to I have a vested interest, you know, and then I have to watch the next week and the next episode and the next episode. And you know, sometimes I get bored and I don't want to do that shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go down a, a rabbit hole on this Twitch because, you know what I mean? At the time, they were they were doing these like hot tub streams on Twitch. <laughs> and like it was like, yeah. what the fuck is this thing all about? Right. Mm-hmm. And I found I don't even know how it worked, but somehow I found a fella named the grand Pooh bear who <laughs> otherwise is famous for, um, uh, run speed running these like modded Mario world, super Mario games. Yeah. And that, and, and like, look, no offense at all, no offense at all, but that has no interest to me whatsoever. I, I, I there's no way that I'm going to stand and watch someone, Go over and over and over again and speed run through a Super Mario. I'm just, it's just not me. I'm too old for that shit. I got two kids. I don't need like if my wife heard that I was. She, it's bad enough what I do, but if she said, "What are you doing? <laughs> Watching a guy fucking play Super Mario Brothers? Are you a fucking asshole?" So it's just perspective for me, right? Just perspective. Hundred percent. So, so I, I, but I went ended up going down this rabbit hole of he was at the time playing, and I'm. I'm an old school professional wrestling fan. And he was at the time playing this character on, I'm like, is that GTA And uh, (laughs) called Mick flair on GTA? And then I felt, so I fell in. Okay. I fell into the, uh, um, the, the rabbit hole of, of what is this? This is a role. This is a game. Is it a, is, is it a video game? Is it, you know, it's, is it second life ish? You know, no, it's right. not second life. It's a video game. It's like, you know, they're all, but it's role play. And through that, I kind of went down a series of progression and I went from him. I went down to, uh, uh, Flo McNasty, who was more sort of like, he was starting 
kind of just became this sort of, he, he was quitting his job and becoming a full-time streamer. And then from there it came to, to, to you and then to, to beer man who's, who seems to be sleeping, but that's all right. It came to you. And, uh, um, I, that, at that point, I was like, you know what? Well, I don't need to go anywhere else because, <laughs> for me, you know what I mean. I'm watching what I what I essentially it turns off to is is you know a guy going on acting like a jerk off. Being it's still you, it's still you, but acting like mm-hmm. uh, acting like this southern redneck, you know, mullet headed dude, and he's having fun, and I really enjoy that. So, and and at the time. Literally, you, you had, I mean, I, I, again, I don't want to step on anything, but you didn't have nearly the sort of amount of views that you would now because you've built yourself up through connections there and through your role play to, you know, kind of a good spot for you. So, like, how did you sort of at that point I was hooked? So, that's it. So, that's my story finding you now before I have any questions for you. But how, how did you kind of, how long has this shit been going on, dude? Uh, what role playing on GTA is it's, it's a wild dynamic. I personally, I've been doing it for about two years now and I started like, I've been watching no pixel for probably three or four years. Like when it first really blew up and got really in the spotlight and I thought it was really neat and I got a bit of interest in it and then that kind of faded away. And then, like you said, COVID popped off and everybody really had to find ways to occupy their time. So I started jumping in these smaller like public servers that were hosted by random people and really trying to get my foot in the door, learning how to do it. And then I got addicted so bad, like throughout, <laughs> like every day throughout the first run of COVID, it was GTA RP for 12, 13 hours a day, sleep, rinse and repeat. And then I eventually decided to apply for no pixel because I mean, it's the, it's the pinnacle of, of role play on the internet. If you want to go somewhere, and really be around other people that want to do some improv acting, that is the spot. So, I went so, so let's, yeah, let's double back on that because mm-hmm. that's an awesome uh, segue into that. So there, so a, it's, it's, it's essentially this uh, mega server called uh, five something. What is that? How yeah, is that? Five M it's the five M uh, is the, is yeah. sort of the mega server of the modded game, the GTA game. And then, and then there are, small servers within there that are owned or are they are they are they is yeah, it all open so source is it owned how, how does that work how does that dynamic work? is like i would equate it to like that is the metropolis for all of the role-playing cities and once you get into 5m you really pick a city and they're all there's many ways you can do it um no pixel is basically owned by coil and he pays amazon a shitload of money to host it every month um, but anyone can do it. If you have the equipment to run a server and you have the ability to pay the financial end of it, you could have a server up and running next week and people could come play with you. Um, it's just the difference in quality based on the amount of infrastructure on the server is the big part of the differences on there. Gotcha. So, yeah, it seems to me like what you guys are experiencing in this no pixel is as close to sort of a, a reality based <laughs> video game. And I, I, I still kind of find hard words to say for it, but I mean, it's very much, um, uh, it's when you're there, it really does engulf you in because you kind of forget, even though there are a few things that are very mechanical about the game, it's very much like 
like i mean you see where the actual video game itself has come the mm -hmm. actual video game and how you know you, you have the gta online and you know that 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 people are playing and it's very different from what you guys do but you see where the game has come so so it looks like what you're in is like you said it's sort of the the creme the cream of the crop not only in 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 the people that are you know the kind of the 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 role play as you will and the, and the mm -hmm. improv as you will but also the development behind it it seems mm -hmm. like there's quite a good crew of you know guys behind the scenes that are building shit for you to make it better i i would say that the staff team for no pixel is more dedicated than a lot of the staff team for like triple a development titles right. uh, they go absolutely crazy and i mean they have to because I think it's been leaked that they pay just for the server costs, not to pay, not their staff team and not for anything else. I think just to get the server online, I think they pay $10,000 a month. <laughs> yeah. So it's That's like, a lot of chatter. holy shit. And it's the, the amount of effort they put in every day is wild. They're all, always on top of like ban reports or adding new features and stuff. Like we just got a new big update that probably took hundreds and hundreds of man hours to create. And, we didn't have to pay a dime for it. And, and is there, I guess that, that I'll back that up then. Um, how do you get into this? How did this isn't, this is uh, obviously it's only finite as to how many people can be on the server at any one given time. And so that would mean that it would be finite as to how many people could actually be part of no pixel in order to get into the server secondarily almost. Right. Yeah, right. So they have it broken down into three different servers for NoPixel. You've got the private server called the whitelist server, and you basically you apply, you pay a $15 fee, and then you get five attempts to write an application and get accepted. Once you do get accepted, you basically have full access to that server whenever you want now, as long as you sit through the line. Um, otherwise, the two public servers, you just sign up and you can play for free. Um, other okay. than that, once you get in with your $15, you're in for life unless you get banned. Okay. And then, so it would be even like a donation system with the, yeah. with the, with the players donate back to, you know, these guys that, that yep. have created this community. Yep. You only have to be a donator to get your application in. Once you're accepted, you can actually cut your donation status, but most people leave their donation just concurrently running just to support the server. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, and, and I mean, obviously this thing has, cause you, you, I mean, unlike so many people that are on, that are playing this, this, this role playing, this video game, you still have a full-time job. Yeah. Like you went back to work kind of, I, you know, you were like, you were saying you were doing this rinse repeat, but then, uh Oh, reality is hitting me again. And I got to go back to sort of I have real world responsibilities here that this streaming isn't necessarily cutting it for me right now. So, so now you have to balance a job and then being addicted to what you're doing in the evening. That's gotta be hard, man. Uh, yeah, it, it was, it's a lot easier now. Um, but when I first started, there's, there's this system. Um, so the, the, the server actually opens every day at 2 PM or 2 a.m. Eastern, and 10 minutes after it opens, everyone who doesn't have what's called priority can join in, and you'll get a random spot in the queue. 
And at all those times at 2 p.m., I'd be at work, so I wouldn't be able to get in. So my girlfriend would be at my house, and she would actually try and get me in the game at 2. And then she would jump in and out of the line for three or four hours until I got home. And then I would play until like 2 in the morning, and I would try to do that seven days a week. But now we have priorities, so now I just play after work, and I don't have to deal with that anymore. So that's a blessing. That is fucking hilarious dude that is amazing yeah that is amazing everyone who doesn't have priority on the server does some wild stuff like i I think beer man for example he'll be at work and he tries to get in using his phone and then he'll sit at work for two or three hours and jump in and out of line well so he can get home and play because if you don't do that you just won't get to play it's yeah, it's, it's hell on real life. It's how, I mean, mm-hmm. well, it's hell on real life. But I mean, I, you're putting it's it's a conscious conscious decision made by an adult to do this. So yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. Like like, you, you, I, I don't feel sorry for you. Exactly. <laughs> I think you're nuts. You, I think exactly. you're a little bit nuts. I understand why you're nuts because frankly, you know, I question whether who who's the idiot not the idiot i don't mean that in a in, a, in that way but like oh no i get are, it. are you are you the crazy one for doing what you're doing or am i the fucking fool for fucking not only like falling down this thing and checking it out whenever i can but also like helping to fund it <laughs> you know what i mean oh so, no i totally and, get it and I, it's my pleasure and don't get me wrong it's not even about that it's just the funny you know like so coinciding with you now getting onto a role-playing server and we're going to get back to that because I, I, I want, I want to challenge you on a few things on that, but now to. you're on how long, how, how long had you been streaming streaming before you streaming before role-play? Yeah. Um, uh, I, I used to stream a little bit of just randomly here and there games like call of duty. But then once I got into role-play on those other servers, I was pretty much GTA only for about a year. And then now that I'm on no pixel, it's, I'm pretty much GTA only, um, just mostly because it's what I like to play the most right now. It's, it, I mean, so during during that uh, during that time that that this was sort of going on, then you also now became partner right on Twitch, correct? Yeah. Yeah, we got so a, and what what does mark. that in what what's the, I mean I, again I've I can remember when we first started the big thing was to become what's that a uh, an affiliate yep, right yep, that's, that's just it. for the ability yep. the ability to have the ability to have the ability you know yep. in, in Bezos's best words kind of like like so at that same time you now became what is called a partner on Twitch but uh, what did what did that entail. Uh, so partners partners pretty cool it's it's a good milestone for everybody. Um, it basically allows you some extra features on Twitch's back end, uh, mostly dealing with like customer support and stuff. Like you'll get a direct line to Twitch staff if you have issues. You get a cool little check mark that shows people. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, and then other than that, you just get like way more emotes. Um, but other than that, there's really not a huge benefit to it other than like the self-achievement of, of knowing that you're making progress and you can see, see yourself moving forward. So now these two kind of things are going on and now you're, uh, um, the, you're, how do I, how do I kind of put it now? You're, so now you're, you're kind of on your way. You're, you're doing this thing. You're, you're, you know, your girlfriend's doing this stuff for you. And, uh, um, we, we, 
get to kind of getting our partner, but you still don't have what they're calling priority. And this is kind of where I, I, you know, some of my just sitting back from afar and noticing things. So it's a role play server and you do crazy things like robbing banks and smoking meth and cooking meth. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, you do all those crazy GTA, you know, sort of things that happen in GTA, but, but it's still very sort of, reminiscent of what is going what goes on in the real world mm-hmm. it's still it still Very mirrors much. it's still two percent of the population owns the other 98 percent of the population it's still uh um the greasy wheel or the squeaky wheel gets the grease in many turns it's yep, still yep. An, a wise man once told me and this was a long long time ago john in life it's not what you know it's all about who you know it's still like all of those prophecies that you see in the real world still exist on this server. Like there are guys who have been there for three, four years who have, have, uh, you know, been playing this game for a long time long and, time, and they are, uh, just going to mute you there, beer man, but you I love you being there. They are, um, they're the Kings. They're the Kings. They're, they're the ones that are most associated with the guys who own the, the, the entire thing, who are also actors are role players in, in their own game. They are the ones who, who control everything that goes on underneath them. And basically in some way, shape or form, all of the rest of the, of the server of the world is working for them. That's, that's, you, you, they own the businesses, they own the, the so there, so there's a cons, it's sort of a, there is a hierarchy there, but this is what I love about you and, and about Beerman and th- who's joining us now in the studio. Welcome, dude. Just one second. Let me just finish out this, com- this question. Right I'll, ahead, I'll, right I'll, I'll, I'll ask you. Um, but this is what I think what we love about you or what, what you love or what I personally enjoy about watching you over, say, watching a television show is that you guys do it with a lot of humor and a lot of fun and you fuck it up no matter what you do and you still get frustrated at other, other things. But, you, you know, somehow you two get together and manage to create chaos in some of the most funny, unique ways imaginable. And that's why, you know, I, I like to watch you and I laugh at it because there still is the the joint to real life there. And there are a lot of people that you see or play the game that you come across that are basically treating it like this real life thing where they kind of work, get up, grind, repeat. Most people that I see, I, I wouldn't watch. I wouldn't want to watch them. But why I like to watch you guys is that you have to be completely unique and different and do something funny. And, you know, that's a testament to, to what you guys do. But what, what do, you, do you see in the game those things that, that I talked about, you know, sort of the 2% and the, you know, the, the, the analogy to actual capitalism that's going on today in most of the world? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I'll use I use Lang Buddha and Chang Gang as an example. Lang Buddha pretty much runs the criminal civilian world in a sense that all of the big businesses belong to Lang Buddha, so that every civ who's doing those businesses is helping Lang Buddha. Um, and then on the the crime aspect. Chang gang is like, they are the creme de la creme of the strong gangs. Um, and because they've been able to get themselves to those positions, 
you have to work really, really, really hard to get your foot in the door. And a lot of people, I think a lot of people get really frustrated at even the concept of trying to go up against that, that they don't want to try and make that jump. And that just consistently leaves those people in the positions they're at, sort of like how it mimics real life. And I think it's a, a cool thing, but also like a wild thing because it does mimic real life to a T with that. Uh, yeah, totally. So before we, we just put a put a mark on that, but uh, uh, <clears throat> I think I, I let him I let him explain himself. But uh, uh, the funny thing about it is, in, in I know that this fella has been has been actually streaming like all fucking day today for the last. So in so just to let anybody who's not aware of what's going on, and this is the. I'm almost so embarrassed to be saying this on my podcast in public, but but I have to. I'm on, so I, I have to. I have to talk about it. Um, what's happening on on the last episode of of Kirk, Kirk and and uh, and Abner and the stable and all the shit that I watch on the last on the last episodes. What's been going on is that these guys because uh, uh, because Kirk and and my next guest Abner fucked up the entire group crew gang. Uh, that the, they're in, they're in, had to go take dump the garbage. Boxes involvement here. Had to go dump garbage for because of, of what, but that's what I get. That's what makes it so funny. So you've literally been dumping garbage for the last four days. You've been collecting garbage, uh, catamount. Now in your world, it's something different. Materials, I got that. But from an outsider looking in, you guys have been on a tr- trash truck a garbage truck collecting garbage and doing all this fun stuff in between. But that's what makes this amazing is that I'm the one who's addicted to it. I, I'm the one who, who who's watching this stuff. And uh, after I followed Kirk, then what happened was just to let the, the, the my audience know, after I started following Mr. Theo on uh, – on on Twitch, I went further down the rabbit hole, went into found some different people, some other people, whatever. But it always came back to this sort of group called the Stable. And again, that's because of my pro wrestling love when I was a, a fanboy back when I was a kid. And then one fellow walked up to the the then head of this group. He walked up to him and he gave him he gave him a resume. He gave him a CV. <laughs> and he was he was a thief. He was a thief, and he gave him a resume and like. That's fucking hilarious. I would put that in my TV show. My comedy, my sitcom would have that in it. I mean, that is that is fucking hilarious. And that's how I started following Miss. And then I saw it was like, you know, Beer Man is his name. So I'm like, well, I gotta like at least follow this guy named Beer Man, and uh, and came to follow him. And that's how I met Mr. Beer Man, and he's with us today. And thanks for for coming on the show. I know it's a little late, but I really I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much, pal. No, it's all good. Uh, you know, <laughs> playing this game, and especially when I don't have prio, your sleep schedule gets very out of whack. So power naps after power naps, and sometimes you just power through the alarm. So I apologize for my uh, my late arrival. No, man, it's it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine. Uh, Thor's been then holding down the uh, holding down the, the 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 room for you, my friend. He's been holding oh, it down. Does. But thanks. Hold it down. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for coming in, man. I totally, uh, I totally appreciate it. Just to sort of go back, um, we were, we were just sort of getting into um, the uh, the beginnings, how I kind of found you guys, and then how how Thor, Theo, Kirk got into it. Um, so, real quick, from your standpoint, how long have you been doing this? How did you start like playing 
a role play game? Well, I've been doing this since like I was 13. I got, uh, I had San Andreas, GTA San Andreas, and there was a multiplayer mod called SAMP. Uh, and one of the first servers I ever found on there was a role play server, uh, LSRP. And I played on LSRP for most of my teenage years. Uh, and it was completely text-based. There was no uh, there's, there was no voice mods or anything. So all communication was done over text, and all your inflections were done over text. It was a really slow process, not very <laughs> high-paced, because you know every time you stop, you have to stand still and type something out. Um, and that really got me into the mindset of like getting to their player. And then with that came D and D, and then murder mystery dinners. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff like that. And it wasn't until very recently that, I mean, no pixel was the first server I tried to get into. It was, there was nothing else. I just shot forward and got in. Um, and I don't know if I hadn't got in, I probably would have just stopped right there. Uh, so I'm really happy I got in, but I had been trying to get into it for a while. All my friends were just like, yo, you need to check this out, blah, blah, blah. But I was still addicted to rainbow six siege and a whole bunch of other games. So I didn't even think about it. And you, again, you are not one of the, you know, you, you work for a living. You have a job, right? you got a full-time job. Good old nine to five, Monday to five. <laughs> so, so, I mean, and uh, I think from what I understand, you recently just got or you are, uh, or you are about to get married? Uh, yes, I just got married back in October. So, so like, you know, Thor's already said that, uh, you know, his girl used to um, – his girlfriend used to come and get to his house and stay, put him on, get him in the queue early. But obviously your wife is, uh, is, is good, good for now with, with your, your mistress. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, it's, there's like a whole balance, you know, when you put yeah. in time into this game, time into streaming this game, the fact, the fact that um, I'm streaming made it a lot better before that. I was just kind of being a degenerate about it. <laughs> 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 being entertained myself right uh, that's yeah. fantastic bringing bring in some some uh things on the side it was really good so just <laughs> to get now into like a little bit more of the sort of nitty gritty or whatever so i mean what what <clears throat> what is this like what and i've you know i heard i heard one of your your you know uh, compatriots there uh, flow basically say, you know, you know what, we're just, we're all a bunch of introverted nerds that are doing this. Like, and you think about how popular this is and how that guy's making a living off of doing it and people make a living off of this role playing game. But the reality is like, like this was uneven thought about in say the seventies or the eighties or the nineties or even the two thousands, really what was going on here, you know? So my generations like, these guys are getting paid to, to do this and it's fantastic. I'm all for it. That's, 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 that's great, whatever. But the reality is, you know, it's, it's, it is, that's what you watch. And when you like talk about the top 2% even of this game, it's like the top 2% of sort of the, the nerds, you know what I mean? And nerds rule the world. I, I, I'm for a lack of a better term. I don't mean this as a, as a negative at all. Please trust me when I say that. But like it, it's such a different. It's just such a different world there, where di you can sort of get into it and and 
live in a completely different style. But I have one of the other things I notice, and this recently just kind of it comes to head with you guys, it seems, with this group, is that group dynamics are the same. And <laughs> and the words, the word this is what a lot of streamers will use and say and and i'm not trying to out anything here you can you know but what i hear famously famously is in character chat 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 in character chat and i realize that we're going to get into the people who actually are on your stream talking to you while this happens but you know you hear this sort of out of character we're fine in character chat but i challenged it as much as this is a I challenge you, you're not necessarily actors, that it's more a lot of times like professional wrestling in that what ends up happening is you become heightened versions of yourselves in a lot of ways, even though you're not, you you know, Thor's not smoking meth and doesn't sound like that and doesn't, maybe you do have a mold. If you do, proud as fuck of you, I wish I did. You know, (laughs) Abner's not just literally pulling, you know, beer man, you're not like pulling people over and robbing them, you know, in real life. That's not what your job is. It actually sounds much much like in real life. I am not ripped now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. Exactly. You know, I, but so, so the, the situations that you put yourself into, because you're not actors, you're, you're just regular people who got into this, this thing. You're not actors on a stage who spent your lives doing, not most of you. Now there are some that are in this server, famous people, but for the most part, so, so real feelings in order to play this game, real feelings and real nerves, 100% get hit. Now, it's how you handle those and understand the difference between, you know, in character and out of character. But the fact is, I've seen you, I've heard you guys while watching an animated video game get get worked up at times. You get things get heated, like things get heated between you. And it's all at the end of the day, you're fine. It's group. But I hear this like in character chat all the time. And it's emotional. Like for you guys, you guys put a lot of emotions into this game. Yeah. yeah Theo, you want to take this or what? I mean, I'm I, sorry. You want to? Wanna... Yeah, I'll go. I, uh, I, I, I've, I catch myself saying, saying like, you know, trying to tell Chad it's in character a lot. Like, so for example, last night, I kind of got in a heated argument with Bunny, and we were like full on real deal. Our characters were yelling at each other, <laughs> and. <clears throat> If you just clicked on my stream and you just listened to that, it would totally sound like two people just like hated each other and you would not think that it was like you would think I was seriously tilted and mad. And it, you know, like 30 seconds later, I'm perfectly fine. It's like I was never super upset. Um, but something I'll run into is like if I'm trying to make Kirk Jerkums be a dick, you almost have to like actually be a dick for a minute and then it, you gotta like snap out of it because well, it's almost before, like method acting for a second. Before Beerman before Beerman comes in and I want to hear your opinion on this but I, I'm, I'm sorry and, and this is maybe this is just what makes you so good but I challenge that in a little bit a little bit of me challenges that because what actually happened there was a moral social dilemma what was going on in that situation. Now it was under the guise of craziness and something that would never in real life 
happen. But what actually happened there was there was a social and moral and ethical dilemma that was put upon a group of people and it was reacted upon with social and ethical reasonings to come to come back. So the the while I do I completely understand that the it was a in character sort of butting heads because honestly at the end of the day I but I do also believe that there was some reality to what was going on because you guys spend more time with each other than you do with anybody else in your lives or equal time. So the reality is you have to role play characters but you you there's you can't why would you spend time with people that you don't enjoy spending time with that's definitely a huge part of it (laughs) i totally agree you also like these people not only are they just like your friends and people that you, you enjoy spending time with like Flo, for an example with it being his his job like we're also in a sense like his co-workers since we are with him all the time so like and if you don't like your co-workers you're not gonna play with them anymore you know what i mean yeah yeah that's so so i mean i just uh, and beer man you can follow up on this with me my my it's the challenges i realize it's not it's it's the situations are are in themselves comical as far as and you know it's a comic it's a, it's a, an animated you know, it's a, it is what it is, a role-playing game. It's still a game at the end of the day. But what happens in these situations, again, mimicking real life, is these social dilemmas occur and you have made a choice, you guys have made a choice to be six or seven or eight people strong and that all of those social constructs that come with that all have moral and ethical decisions that need to be made. And sometimes your character is ethically blind to it. Like I understand that sometimes your characters are, but when it's something that's moral, that what happened there was, a, was this really kind of social moral sort of thing that happened. And I challenged that perhaps not all of you were being great actors there. I see what you're saying. Here, I'll, I'll give you Can an example. I, does that make sense that, to you? It does, does it, it does. And I'll give you an example of one that I really struggle with. Um, and Abner, I'll use Abner with me too. When I go out to rob people with Abner, when Kirk and Abner are out robbing, <laughs> Abner is fucking ruthless. Yes. Dude, he'll take he'll take your socks and wear them home. Like he doesn't care. And now, like as a character, Kirk Jerkums doesn't really like he'll rob people, right? But I as the player sometimes have a hard time robbing people. Because I know how hard it is sometimes to get some shit. And I know, like, okay, I just did 30 seconds, and I essentially took two and a half hours of your day from you. (laughs) And (laughs) I, like, as a person, I sometimes can't bring myself to do it, which completely conflicts with Kirk Jerkums. And I just need to start nutting up and shutting up and just taking all their shit and, and laughing and going home because it's really fucking funny. (laughs) <laughs> but that's probably the big one I struggle with. And I, I'll totally agree with you. There's definitely some times where people, their emotions will bleed through. Um, well, I, and so I almost for, for you, beer man, my, my, just watching you the way I watch you is that Kirk is a very Kirk. Kirk's character works on emotion. Like you, the character yeah. you created works yeah. on emotion. And I don't know if, if Thor in real life works on emotion, but I'm just saying Kirk's character, you're, you're right. Kirk's character works on an emotion. So you naturally are going to get into these emotional, moral 
dilemma situations. Whereas you, Beer Man, the character that you created pretty much has no, he, no <laughs> don't get me wrong, there's a set of morals and ethics there, but your moral and ethic construct is very much from a third party person. So you're just like, whatever, man, I'm not going to fuck with this guy. He don't fuck with me. I'm going to go rob this guy because I don't give a shit. That's what my character does. <laughs> but I know everything that's going on. But I also know everything because everybody actually likes me because I never bullshit. I never lie. I don't I don't get up high or down low. I'm just this. This is who I am. And this is what I am. I'm not going to lie to you. So they all love you and they all tell you things that they don't tell anybody else in the in your group. I. I don't, I don't know how it got that way. I, most of Abner was just layer upon layer of improvisation until like I basically just have like personality with him. His his fear of flashlight, sexual orientation, a whole bunch of just little uh, <laughs> was just split decision. I made it like a call like in the moment and then just made sure to stick with it like throughout. It's like in a, like a TV show when like something happens in one episode and they refer to it back like they drop that they're allergic to like to seafood in an early season and then they call back to it you know like near the end <laughs> i think going back to what theo said there was one time when i was talking to and i, I don't know to say her her actual streamer name but the the lady that plays ursula I was, I was talking to ursula in character uh talking about robbing people and <laughs> the way she made it sound she's like i despise getting robbed there's nothing more defeating than going about your day than all your shit just getting taken. It makes me not want to wake up. And I'm like, oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> oh, man. I right, don't rob Ursula. Otherwise, the, the streamer is going to get real upset. <laughs> and yeah, like, there. I, I mean, obviously, I like Abner and his ruthlessness when it comes to robbing people. But yeah, no, added characters like, oh, sorry, bro. <laughs> has but it's done. so funny. So you two guys, overall. you two guys before you, before you met on on the server, you you didn't know each other, correct? No. So oh, how yeah, how, yeah. how I mean, so it's been a matter of months, right? Yeah, yeah. I still remember the the day I got uh, brought in on top of the red garage with everybody. Uh, when I met is when I when I met everybody is when I met uh, Kirk in character. Yeah, hey, Mister Kirk, I was told I'm coming with you today. <laughs> I was like, okay, who's <laughs> this fucking guy, dude? And, and I mean, it was fun. <laughs> you have the bonds. There, there's a bond there between you. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think. I, I mean, I don't think it's any secret that Theo is who I, I easily, easily like one of the people I enjoy arping with the most, uh, like on the server, honestly. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Our, our, we get along very well. Our characters mesh very well, and like Theo is just a good person through and through. So having him as a friend, as a coworker, is just easy, easy uh, like riding down the river, honestly. Easy clap. Oh, legit. I mean, again, my my age will, you know, it tells my age, and I think I've probably seen maybe someone, other people have written it to you in the past, but like, I, there's no better comedy duo in my life than Cheech and Chong. You know what I mean? In my life than Cheech and Hell Chong. Yeah. You guys literally, by accident, formed literally a Cheech and a Chong that both represent Cheech and Chong in the ways that you two guys do what you do on a daily basis. And I don't know if you've ever watched, you know, nice dreams up in smoke, any of those oh, movies, yeah, the classics, but, but like, 
That's why like, basically that's what Abner's voice is based <laughs> off of. Like, I mean, even the, even his voice is a uh, over uh, stereotype like a uh, Chicano like accent. Like he's he's, he's overdoing it. So like, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you you could do the you you two should sh- on the on the actual uh, uh, you know on the the role play in the hotel or something. You should act guys should actually act out the Dave's not here skit. Because <laughs> you know, Kirk's standing inside of a hotel room and Abner knocking on the door and and asking for saying, "Oh man, it's Abner." And he, no, Abner's not here. You know what I mean? You guys could fucking pull it off, and that's why I, that's what makes it so so funny is that you you have you know bonded, and there's a group of you now that I think have again that social construct inside the game is that group is kind of, you know, you do things so sort of, you play games offline with each other too, that same group of people, right? Yeah. Yeah. We play some Halo and, and we, and we do Dungeons and Dragons every Wednesday. So uh, yeah, I would say that the Dungeons and the Dragons, I would call a role play where this, Mm -hmm. you know, I would, this is more than a role play. This is an improvisational professional wrestling. This is week by week. This is content on a daily basis. Like, this this is what what you guys are doing and again it's fucking super impressive that you do it so now let's get back to the streaming aspect so you guys both i think you can both kind of attest to the fact that um again because of your your association in life it's not what you know it's who you know and eventually you're going to meet somebody i mean hell there's fucking there, there's there's guys that stream this thing that get you know 10,000 people watching their stream and like that guy xqc i can't even understand a word he fucking says yet he's got fifteen thousand fucking people watching him do this shit and like it's not even entertaining to me i'll be honest with you and again nothing against him whatever if people want to do it they they do it there's no entertainment value to even his what he does his role play in a lot of ways you know and 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 if this will i hope nobody you know that you guys aren't offended by this, but I, this is just my opinion. This is why I like to watch you. But you guys sort of came into this world, and both of you in your different ways uh, met through someone who, again, through Grand Pooh Bear, who I originally started watching. And he, you know, he's got a pretty nifty following of of people. And from there, he was super generous. I used to watch him get go go give these guys love, go follow these guys, go, you know, go do that stuff. And, you know, he had a, that following kind of trickled down into flow and into, you know, uh, uh, Kate and into, to, you know, Don and into you guys, it sort of flowed that, you know, flowed into you. So you got both had to see some boosts in numbers while this has been going on after the, the you know this sort of stable thing started me- happening did that change i don't know did did anything change for you as far as streaming was concerned did it become more fun did it become less fun because now you have not only do you have more love but you also have more dicks that are going to say stupid shit in your chats if you will or against <laughs> you or whatever how did how did that was was there was it all positive or were there positives and negatives to that happening or did it not really happen did, and, did you did you not see the boost? I'm just going by again what I've followed historically and seen. I don't have the data to give you, but I would say you probably do, um, brother. I wasn't even streaming. I, I, I was just you so, still only like, stream half the time. I think I wasn't even streaming. Like literally, I was just playing and 
I was that that member that uh, the crim turn who kept getting headaches and couldn't drive because anytime I drove, I'd crash into like the world. Uh, <laughs> and then they're just like, all right, we need to get Abner a new brain and shit. And then that turned into, all right, well, if the community is going to come fundraise me a computer, then I'm definitely going to start streaming. Uh, <laughs> but I think that will always happen, you know? When X like XQC and I and but just for the record, I love XQC. I've I watched his content before. I just find him as uh uh what is it pogs per second? Like this man is manifesting in pogs per second. You know, you know exactly what you're getting into. That's... You know, obviously, uh, attitude attitude is controversial, but his actual like content that he creates is unparalleled. From that, he has the biggest audience. The people he makes friends with in the in the server, uh, notably his friends from the public server, Ming Marty, I think they go by. They, you know, they saw a huge bump in viewership, and that's just only natural. You, your your viewers of a huge platform are going to watch other friends of yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, even the bass player, even the bass player of the rock and roll band gets runoff. That's it, that's buddy. <laughs> so they'll, they'll watch. There's some stable uh, viewers I know. They they're subscribed to every single person in the stable because they love the story of the stable. They want to know what's going on. They're they'll watch everybody. And then there's some that don't know what's going on. They have no idea why we're even collecting materials because they only watch one person. Um, but that's always going to happen. You know the the more eyes you get on you, uh, the more likelihood you're going to have someone come over and and check you out. And that's just that's just natural. It, uh, yeah, it happens, it happens pretty often. Like, I would say if you run into even someone you've never met before that ends up being a streamer with, like, a pretty sizable audience, if they enjoyed your content during that interaction, they usually come over and show love. And, like, the Mm -hmm. first couple of times it started happening, it's admittedly kind of scary. Because, like... You know, I was used to streaming for like 20, 30, 40 people, and that's still a lot. Like, I just imagine like turning around and seeing four dozen people <laughs> standing behind me just watching over my shoulder. I'm like, well, that's a lot yeah. of people. And then all of a sudden, like, you talk to one guy and you look over and there's like 400, and you're like, whoa, now, or like 900 or 1,000, and you're like, what just happened? And then you just see words going so fast. They're just rapid fire. You can't even read them. <laughs> And it's like a, it's something that like I had only ever like seen other people experience on the internet. And like when it had started happening to like me, I was like, what the fuck is this? And it was admittedly kind of scary because like I, I, I had a time where I was talking to XQC and he was live for like 140,000 people. Yeah. And his, his audience is notoriously ruthless. And at any point in time, you could really well have like 5,000 people in your chat calling you a, a shit bucket. <laughs> and uh, nobody wants that. So like, but once you just get used to it and just like, you know, just be yourself and don't worry about it. And if, and if you're having a good time, then everyone who's in your chat's having a good time. It makes streaming so fun. Like, yeah, you, for Anybody example, I'll see you pop into chat and I'll be stoked. And there's a bunch of people I see pop into chat and I'm like, yo, it's the homies. It's like seeing your friends pull up to a party. It's, it's awesome. And Twitch has one of the most effective features for chat hoppers. If someone comes over, if a, if a mass of people come over to get angry, all you got to do is run an ad, baby. Yeah. 
100 <laughs> percent. or you put it into sub only mode like if you want to really come in and tell me that i look dumb you pay me five dollars maybe five bucks <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, well actually they they wouldn't be uh let's be honest and again uh, uh beer man i don't know if you heard but i i work in uh i'm in e-commerce uh and I'm online retail, and I do a lot of a lot, a lot, a lot of work uh, on Amazon. I, I do a lot of a lot of sales on Amazon, and um, um, I know how much Jeff Bezos takes from me. So I can only imagine. No offense, but I can only imagine he paid a billion dollars to take at least half from you. Yeah, he takes half. So like, like, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, I mean, that's that's like no secret. Yeah, the, it's brilliant. The, after Twitch, after to the creator, to the content yeah. creator. It's, it's it's your generation being, it's your generation still being able to do this stuff, but still making the money for my generation. Who doesn't have a clue? I mean, Bezos has said to people in his face, I get that, and all though, where he's like the ultimate, he's the ultimate supervillain. I mean, look at him, like, you know, he looks like a supervillain, like, he looks like one, but, but, you know, but but he's doing that. I, (laughs) (laughs) but, but he's allowing, but he's, he's allowing this to happen. So, so, I mean, you know, fair play. So, so he takes basically Twitch takes half of what of what comes in. They take so on Twitch, whether you're an affiliate or a partner, they will take fifty percent of all income from subs, and then they take you'll get a hundred percent of the revenue for ads and a hundred percent of the revenue for bits. So gotcha. like if you give five dollars worth of bits, we get five dollars, but it might cost you like nine dollars to buy exactly. Those yeah, yeah. Right. Worth of bits. When you call it. yeah. Right, right, most, right. most streamers though have uh, donations that are, go right. directly to a third party that does not uh, interfere with Twitch that uh, that they'll get the hundred percent of the money from. Right. When I was doing, when I was fundraising uh, for the computer, everything was done through donations, and I got a hundred percent of each uh, donation. Uh, and I think I would imagine that the processor gets something on the back end. There's probably sure, some. Sure, back. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. not only do they take 50% of the sub income, that's also, um, it's basically 1099. You need to take the taxes out at the end of the year yourself. As yeah. Well. Um, I mean, I, and that's like the biggest thing for like, for me, what makes Twitch so scary. You can negotiate with Twitch to get a better payout of instead of 250 split, you can get a 350, 150 split. But that okay. is, uh, that requires you to get three months concurrently, 500 unique paid subs that do not include primes and do not include gifts. And that's a right. pretty tall order. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's that's enormous. Like, And the other thing, you know, the amazing thing about this, again, let's talk about the one percenters ruling, you know, controlling everything else, is that, I mean, essentially, um, they're, there were three, and now there's back to basically there are there are three. There were there was a fourth with Microsoft involved, but essentially, um, if you're doing what you guys are doing, you have three platforms with to do it: uh, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook are the three platforms on which to do it. So at the end of the day, your ass is still just like all of the rest of us. Our asses are all owned by Bezos, by Google, or by Meta. Like yeah. all of our asses are owned by these three guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you throw in an yeah. Elon Musk. That's why Elon Musk is so batshit crazy because he don't have one of those. So he's got to he's got to manipulate 
cryptocurrencies in order to make all of his money now that's what he goes and does his batshit crazy stuff but the reality is in order for you guys to do what you're doing and for us all to watch it and to donate this stuff and to get this stuff these guys are making billions billions off of this the 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 guys who rule everything are continuing to rule everything it's it's amazing how smart they are to to lock that down well i'd I'd be willing to bet that i i would i would want to see the percentage of Say someone could make their own website and could handle the traffic, the encoding, basically the, the, handle a, their own personal streaming website, how much people they could retain. Because people are loyal to the platform. When someone jumps over to Facebook, they say, no, nah, I'm good. I, you know, I wish them all the best, but I'm not going to go to Facebook to, to watch this. I don't like their UI. I don't like how they do this, yada, yada, yada. Um, so, you know, the customer is really loyal to the platform and likes to stay within its own ecosystem. So, so much so, you, it's, I agree with you so much so that when you look at what happened historically on Twitch, now again, from actually watching you guys, I just did some research and looked back on things and things that have been going on. So much so that there was a time when the number one streamer in the world was this dude named Ninja who did my, it was all about Minecraft and Fortnite, and this dude named Ninja got hired by Microsoft was starting their own streaming platform. He got hired over there uh, for lots and lots and lots of money. A couple of Twitch people got pulled away for lots and lots of money. So Twitch turned around and signed whoever they could left, their big streamers. They locked them down into these monster contracts. One of those guys was a dude named Dr. Disrespect, and Dr. Disrespect became the man on Twitch because these guys left to go over. But then that streaming service was falling apart. So now Twitch, which needs to have this money back so they can start paying these guys again, essentially, because he was a controversial figure, essentially, still nobody really knows the truth, but they basically fired him. They basically said, you got, you can't stream on here anymore because they were paying him so much money, and now they had a chance to use that money to pay Ninja to come back. So Bezos and, and Twitch basically did that with no repercussion. Well, I mean, yeah, we, yeah we, I, I remember following, cause I still got a $25 bet. I have a $25 bet with a friend on the band Reason. Uh, but yeah, there, no one knows what happened. A lot of people think it was a contract dispute or he was trying to go to another platform and breach a contract. Um, no one really knows what happened with Dr. Disrespect. And hopefully it does come out one day because I want my $25. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, I think that deal with, uh, with Ninja and there's another streamer involved named Shroud. I think that's one of the greatest wins for video gaming like creators in general because, yeah, they got a $20 million deal to go to Mixer. And then Mixer went under. They got their $20 million, and then they got another basket of millions from Twitch to come back. Like, they got to go step on another boat, steal all their money, and go back to their boat and add to the treasure chest. Like, that was, that was wild. That was a wild thing that happened. Well, what's, what's funny is that now you got members of CG, uh, huge following, obviously. Some of them are now going over to Facebook. And, you know, uh, Mr. K, the streamer plays Mr. K, uh, Lord uh, Cuban, Cuban, Cabon? Yeah. Lord Cabin. Cabin, oh my God, I never knew it was Cabin. That makes yeah. sense. Mr. K Kevin. is Mr. Cabin. Oh my God, that makes so much sense. I get the pun now. Um, <laughs> uh, now they're all leaving. So then the, the ongoing joke right now is that Coil came in the CG yeah, hype them up, and now they're going to Facebook, and now he gets to retain all the views. One hundred percent. Like, uh, Facebook's a wild one. Like, I would, 
I would I want all of my super successful streamer friends and streamers that I watch to get massive Facebook deals and go to Facebook because they're yeah. paying like ridiculous amounts of money. Well, when we um, played with uh, Smooth, what uh, WTF Moses, you know, was exclusively yeah. Facebook. He always raved about uh, how just you know, he doesn't have to worry about views. He doesn't have to worry about right. that because it's it was more it was, it was more akin to like a salaried position, you know. Right, because so, Twitch streaming is a lot like a sales job, and if you're not huh? selling, you're not supporting yourself versus on facebook you just press go and you do that a certain amount of times every month and you'll get a fat ass paycheck so let's but, cross over though i'd like to cross back now into uh-huh. into that because you brought up a, a good point there with with uh that fellow with with moses right so um and back to sort of my point of of frustrations how how frustrations and and things build up so this fella, there's a history now of what I've seen. And, and again, you know, I think there's definitely a pattern to it in a lot of ways. And you have to be strong-willed here. You have to, you have to be able to – this is why I, 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 for, for you guys, I, I hope that there's a, a time when you can put it down and put it away and live a real life and then come back to things like that. Because you've seen guys like – now, again, Grand Pooh is a bit of a different story because he was getting, you know – whatever thousands and thousands of people to watch him literally run and jump playing super mario these super mario games and again this this is strictly romo's opinion here of the hit the lotto podcast not not in any way my guess but i can't watch that that's i'm again i'm a 50 year old man i'm not watching a guy jump around playing super mario i'll watch you guys do unique things on a regular basis, everything is unique. So even when you're taking out the trash, it's still fucking funny to me. Not like, but that's just me. Anyway, um, he saw, he started playing and he loved the game. He, he, he stopped and it was COVID again, but he kind of stopped his career. He was sponsored by Red Bull. He's, he, he's the first Red Bull e-sports e-gamer, right? He, stopped what he was doing what got him to that pinnacle of success to play this game because he went down that rabbit hole he fully went down the rabbit hole he at one point and and i know that it was it was probably it was a professional decision as well but there were a lot of frustrations and and mental health things that he was going through while playing that game that he was like i can't i don't i'm not going to do this anymore and that's why he's not coming back so then we had another member of the group Moses and Moses basically got into a situation amongst the group where he got himself into something and there was a social construct, a moral dilemma. Things happened, a clash happened. And since then he basically, because the group that he was in ostracized him and because of his decision to be ostracized by that group. But again, and I watched him all the time. He, less and less started playing a different character. Now he's playing a police officer character. He thought that he could continue down this road of his character where he didn't need you guys. He could go around you guys and make connections with the top 2% to fund his own thing, his own little act, his own little gig on this play. And now he doesn't even play it. Realistically, you don't see him playing it much at all, let alone the character of Smooth, because it's kind of became obsolete because his his and one of the catalysts was his character was ostracized maybe he was tired of it and it was and was let off but there seems to definitely be a lot of there can be some mental health people can get butt hurt in this game right yeah 
Yeah, 100%. But there's a lot of butthurt. That, that, and a lot, and some of that's mental stress, which sucks. Why would you put yourself through that? But, you know, there, I see a lot of uh, – there's a lot of like – I wouldn't would say butthurt is the, the term though, but I would, I would say something like burnout burn or stagnation because um, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't feel there's a lot of people who – are just mad that like, butthurt to me makes it sound like someone like lost or something, right? I got no, you, I got one, you. no, I respect, respect. No one can really lose in this respect uh, with when in terms of RP, but I mean, yeah, I mean, people just leave for a variety of reasons. Uh, you can't really put them all in the same box. People uh, change things up for for a variety of reasons. Uh, I didn't, I haven't followed uh, what Moses is doing uh, after uh, he left the group. Uh, obviously, I keep up with. Uh, with two, uh, and I hope that his tour is a killer because I want him to come to Kansas City. And I want to meet this man. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. He's an awesome human being. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not like I, my my thing is just I only have so many hours in the day, and oh, of course. I'm not. I'm, I'd rather fill them with you two and your hijinks than with him. Him, you know, do, playing doing what he does. I, mean, that's, I, that's I, I don't watch uh, Pooh's speedrunning things other than pop it in to say hello. Uh, seeing that that man is cracked at doing things quickly, and then I dip out. <laughs> yeah, I I think I think a lot of the a lot of the issues behind people getting upset with roleplay is uh, just compound the compounding issues of like of small things. Like you might be like trying to do something with like a business, and that might force you to like grind for like two weeks, three weeks, and then on the fourth week you're done grinding. And then me and Abner come and we rob you for a bunch of shit. And then you, we get done robbing you and then you get taken down as a hostage. And then you go talk to your one friend that you've been wanting to talk to all day. And they say something smart ass and it just pisses you off. Cause you've had like a really tough month on a video game that you've been trying to enjoy that when stuff compounds like that, people just need to take a break. Cause you definitely can get burnt out. This game can be stressful as fuck. There's stuff in this game that, stresses me out more than (laughs) a real job sometimes because like there's more people involved my real job there's four employees there's 10 people in the stable like it's wild sometimes the laws in los santos don't make any sense all right no they do not that is actually so confusing and stressing because you will talk to someone who role plays a judge and they'll be like this is this and then you'll talk to a lawyer and they'll be like that judge is a dumbass and you'll talk to another judge, and they'll be like, they're both dumbasses, and so are you. And you're just like, I don't know what's happening, okay? So this is hard. I, I would damn near rather really get arrested at this point because I would know what was happening. Yeah, I, I think I think what it comes down to uh, from what I've seen when people are distraught is that they have an idea about what their character should be, where they should go, what their story can be. And then they hit certain things that make it impossible. Abner can never be in the HOA. Abner can never be in BBMC because there are certain things that I did that would completely <laughs> eliminate that possibility. And there are some people that are like, wow, that sucks. I wanted him to have these type of connections or want him to play the certain way. And sometimes it just doesn't work out like that. You know, you could, you could just be going about your day and you could T-bone the wrong person. All of a sudden, this one dude's mad at you. He knows everybody. You're ostracized now. I'm going to steal your amazing word from earlier. And then your entire pathway for your character gets uh, gets out of whack. 
Well, and, I, and I think at that stage, it, it becomes down to just like in any business, you know, the 80-20 the rule, 20% of, of your product is responsible for the other 80% of your sales is that there's 20%. I, I honestly feel like in watching that too, you know, there's 20% of the people on that server playing that video game at that time that have the capabilities to sort of continue to enjoy themselves and and i'm not saying anything about the other 80 percent. but i'm saying is there's a lot of times when you have to sort of there has to be a, a character that needs to be walked over again lack of lack of terminology i don't mean that in a bad way but like you know i'm going to interact with you because i have to interact with you but the reality is you you come on you 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 wait in a in a, in a queue as we say over here in europe you wait in a queue in line to get a train ticket for hours and hours and hours and hours yeah i'm 28 and then you get online and you go sit at a farmer's market a flea market and you sell shit all day <laughs> long so that you wait That's for wild. hours to sell shit at a flea market all day long now at least pick up a guitar like you see musicians that are doing like like stuff like that or at least if you're not gonna like go the meth head or the or the gangster who's afraid of directional light route and have fun <laughs> with this and have fun with this like you're gonna just be a, a a bit character and maybe they love that and enjoy that but that to me i, I find that like sort of you know, amusing is that there are so many people like that that are in that server that you guys are in, and you need them in order to kidnap, in order to buy shit from. You need them to actually sell you things. And I, I love that you bring that up because I have always been of the opinion that I am an okay role player, someone who can come in day in, day out, and just do straight up Civ RP where there's no game mechanics that fuels the content are just cracked. I've always been like I put Summer on a pedestal for how good she is at her relationship RP and just her uh, interpersonal like role play and just building content out of basically nothing other than two characters talking to each other. Yeah, I could never. When so you go down to the farmers market, yeah, you're gonna see a bunch of civs who don't use the game mechanics. They're not busting banks, not selling meth, they're not doing the stuff that was created by developers to provide them for something to do. They're making their own role play, either just by them communicating with their friends or whatever. There's the uh, the Orange Mountain Rescue. It's a nonprofit mountain rescue people. They just get in cars and <laughs> drive around the mountains, hoping and hoping that they find someone who's in trouble and that needs help. And but All most day. of it is just them talking to each other, and I I love that. So yes, they are in a sense bit characters for other people's bigger stories but they still have their own stories and they still can come in day in day out uh and just kind of vibe in a in a server where they have their friends and they have their their characters friends if that makes sense but yeah yeah uh, i, I get that they, but my thing that has always blown my mind and personally, I couldn't do it. I, I have too yeah, because, much I need, because I need that, cars, I need gun shootings. Yeah, <laughs> if that was your gig, like if that was your gig, then why don't like actually play another video game and talk to each other in real life? You know, you know what I mean? Talk to these people. Like they have to create, they have to create scenario to talk with while they're just sitting around. But their lives in the game, their lives consist of nothing but sitting around. 
It's, so the reality is, technically, they can only talk about doing nothing but sitting around because that's what their that, character, except their back history. That brings me back to what I said originally. When I played on San Andreas, GTA San Andreas, you know, there, there, yeah, there were chases, yeah, there were shootouts, but for the most part, it was pretty bare bones. It was a, just a lot of text-based talking RP, uh, and I still played that for years. There's, there's a hidden, and I think it, it's like it's way more fun to play it than to be a person watching someone just have a conversation. And when you're inside a character who has uh, your own uh, personality and then you make friends with people based off that uh, made-up personality, it can, get a, it can get really fun in a way that Listen. might not be traditionally entertaining for, uh, to watch, to come home and watch somebody just shoot the shit with their friend. Um, and I think the the world of uh, GTA provides a good medium for that as well that you can't get just by, you know, loading up Discord and chatting. My uh, good friend uh, <clears throat> who's maybe listening into the show, but on on, uh, on Twitch, he's known as the Angry Chameleon. And, and uh, Beer Man, you didn't hear this before, but um, the way I got started in this thing was and learning about you guys on Twitch and all was that I um, – I live here in Ireland and in Dublin and uh, I was the announcer for one season, two seasons, I think of a uh, 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 formula one, a PlayStation for formula one league where I was the spectator and I had all the views and I would on a, a neutral uh, channel of the team of the groups, the leagues, I would call the race. And I didn't know anything about formula one at the time. I've learned a ton and I actually love it now. Um, but I would, you know, it started with me basically pointing out the, the, the fancy Ferris wheels that most formula one tracks have Ferris wheels at them. I noticed these weird things through the video game, but it started as that. And that's how I sort of went down the, the rabbit hole. So my good friend, uh, the angry chameleon, who's one of the races in that league, he, flies in a flight simulator right he likes flight simulation and mm. he's now currently on a flight around the world where he stops at these different spots right and he streams it and that to me would be like watching someone that's streaming do talk doing what you're talking about i mean the reality is if you if he doesn't crash taking off or landing then the rest of it's just a boring fucking flight where the guy's literally looking at switches the entire fucking time and he's streaming it for someone to watch you know what i mean like that yeah. to be like there is a lot of that out there and there are some of those out there they get hundreds and thousands of watchers like there are people for it don't get me wrong there are people for that but i would much rather you know wa literally watch two idiots that are yelling and screaming about how the group sucks at this. Nobody, all they do is sit around and talk and nobody thinks about shit. And then literally within 20 minutes, somehow you two seem to get into more trouble than ever was previous <laughs> that you guys were fighting about. That to me is hilarious. That's, that's funny. That makes it, that, that's why I, I watch and, and donate to you guys because to keep, keep that. That's, that's content. That's real content. There's so much, shit content out there again but you guys are doing this if you're going to do it for eight hours 10 hours 12 hours a day i'm glad to see that you guys you, you genuinely enjoy yourselves and you've made friendships and and you know throughout this that i think are pretty good friendships and strong bonds oh yeah, yeah I, I i it's the most fun i've ever had on a video game playing on no <laughs> pixel um and I love everybody I play with. It, it it is so much fun. Like whether we're playing Halo or D and D or any other game, we're role playing on GTA. 
they are some of my favorite people in the world to play anything with and it's a good time and i'm super happy i've gotten to meet all of them and there's a bunch of people i'm happy i've gotten to meet too it's the no pixel community as a as a whole is full of really good people with only a handful of weirdos like boogie yeah (laughs) again which is but again that guy's comic gold oh he's like he doesn't even know he's as funny as he is all my heart boogie knows boogie boogie absolutely he killed he said something to me last night he was like I need to get a business because then, like, when I get a business, Bro, people, people yeah, are going to fuck you're like, with me. And, and you said, like, What business? You said, What business? And he said, Don't worry about it. Just are you <laughs> yeah. on board or not? The business is a business. And so I just got to get, get Nancy to run it. And then she'll come up with the actual business plan and she won't even realize. <laughs> and we don't do anything. We just hire people and we get rich. Again, that's straight out of the comedy version of The Sopranos. That's it, straight out of the sitcom. That's why it makes it's it, it's funny. Me. That's why it, it brings people to the table. For from my standpoint, anyway, you know, to 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 watch you guys. So so, what's what's next? Like, where where do you see? Where do you two guys see yourselves next? And I mean, are are there are there plans to to to? Are you thinking about you know? Well, you know what, maybe. I know I, I know Thor what you do because we've had the discussion there. You know, I was putting in. I know you you have a you have a dilemma that you've talked about on your stream about it because you actually enjoy what you're doing and you you you're so integral to the team there that that there's a big party that's like, you know, I don't want to give up on on this team and I want to keep just doing it. It's probably still paying the bills though. It, would there be thoughts for either one of you to take this to that? You're both young, to just do or die and say, you know what. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop down this coal and I'm gonna I'm gonna dive down this and I'm gonna provide content professionally. I no. want to quit really really badly, um, <laughs> like really bad. But I I just got a new position where I do like calibrations for like radar sensors and radar cameras and all this stuff on these windshields now, and it's a it's a different position and i start that tomorrow like uh for the first time and i really just before i quit i wanted to use my boss for the training just in case um so i've got that training now and i i'm really going to give that like a month or two and see how that pans out and if it's complete dog ass i am going to hop into streaming full time but i i like maintaining the ability to go to work and then still be able to stream like 30 to 35 to 40 hours a week on top yep. of that. It, it, yep. It's nice. Um, I just, my biggest fear with going full time is going full time and it goes really good for like seven months, eight months. And then it like falls out, whether that be the community falls out from under me or no pixel goes away and it's hard to maintain viewers on a new game. And then you're yeah. like really scrambling. Um <clears throat> That's kind of what I want to avoid, but at the same time, by not going full time, you potentially hold yourself back from really jumping into a higher league for your Twitch stream. How about you, Beer Man? Uh, I see myself going the way with Rami. Like that man, that man hold down a full time engineering job apparently, and still is cracked and streams all the time. Uh, I think I would let my because I'm just a workaholic, honestly, and I think I would sooner keep my nine to five, get they like, come home and immediately get to work and then have my weekends off uh, and still make money from my, from my career. And then money from just double dipping, honestly, 
making as much as possible when I'm young right now to really just set myself up for for later. Because I, I I don't I don't dislike my job. I just think it's a little little mundane. I work in marketing. It's just a little mundane. Um, and it's I regale my uh, my coworkers with my uh, my. <laughs> <laughs> When we got hit with drug trafficking, oh, when I, I let that off in a meeting, there were people that caught on. There were people that didn't caught on. They're like, huh? <laughs> going to jail. So I got one last question for, for you guys uh, uh, before we go is that if, you know, say, say uh, uh, someone who was listening to this show or to even someone who wanted to, who, who's gone down that rabbit hole, decided, you know, what, I can fucking do this, uh, and is listening in. How? What's your What's your biggest recommendation as to how somebody like this starts to to how, how do you start? How do you how do you do, you, do you hone things? Do you go right for? I know you guys took different paths here, but you know, do you do you go right for? You know what? It's fifteen fifteen dollars to fucking. You get and uh, to give me a shot. I'm just going to get a shot. I'm going to go on the biggest server and then I'm going to hone my craft while I'm there. Or do you find one of these other servers? And if you do, you know, send them over. I can throw them, put throw them up on the uh, Facebook page or, or, or that I have, or or on the Podbean. That where do they go? How do they start? How do they how do they get going? There's I don't think there's any reason not to just shoot for no pixel immediately, especially if especially if you're a fan of no pixel content and you're watching people on no pixel then yeah you should try that but the application process is uh is hard um there's a lot of people that don't get in with it um just do your absolute best to do your absolute best um but then if it doesn't work out there's plenty of other rp servers as well uh so it's not like you're your ability to RP is, you know, lost just because you didn't get into NoPixel. Because uh, fun fact, NoPixel doesn't ask about any previous RP experience. Everything's okay. based on other questions. So, mm-hmm. you know, your time in other servers won't is, is, isn't going to hit the resume. Uh, gotcha. Just wait to answer the questions on the application. So I say go go for NoPixel, donate, get in the application process. Come uh, come, let me rob you. I would say the same thing. I would say the hardest thing to do is avoiding letting yourself get discouraged because on your first application attempt, you will not get in. You get, you only get five attempts total. If you don't get in by your fifth attempt, you get locked out. And that is 100% a scare tactic for making you really write a good application. So just sit down, focus on what you're doing, and you, you'll get in if you really want to get in. And then when you do get in, don't let the words of other role players and what they say about your character while you're learning dissuade you from wanting to continue. Because some people might be a dick. Some people, you know, aren't always the nicest when people are trying to learn, like, mechanics or, like, how to put your hands up and small stuff like that. But once you get through that trial by fire you'll have the most fun you've ever had. And I, everyone should go for it. It's like, I'll equate it to, if you watch No Pixel and you get in and start playing a No Pixel, it's like becoming a part of your favorite sitcom. Mm-hmm. So so I, I, 
Totally. Uh, I could t- do this for another hour, guys, at least, and and, <laughs> and, and, and pull your ears off. And honestly, I think that even uh, the listeners of the show uh, will get not live in the room. There, there, there are people here. But I mean, afterwards, uh, I'll get questions, more and more questions about, you know, about what you do. Hopefully you gain some new followers, but uh, uh, I cannot thank you two enough. I, I, again, I know that I've badgered the piss out of both of you uh, for, <laughs> for Theo you for months, but in a way, that's why I wrote that. I don't know if you got the email, but I sent an email saying, oh, I haven't dude, heard yeah, from I've you read. guys in two days. I hope that I'm not actually getting the real Bandito boys because <laughs> the story you, you've, you've tried and blown me off and tried so and blown me up. And it's not your email. fault. It's I'm not so your fault. But I'd love to do it again too. It says 4.30 on this email. I feel vindicated. <laughs> I I appreciate both of you uh, being on this show and, and 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 contributing to me. And I hope that uh, we can like we can bring you back again. And well, how fuck I I would do this once a month just to shoot the shit with with you two. And we can talk about world politics and and all the other crazy shit that I talk about. Uh, but but thank you so much for for coming on the show and and being part of it. And uh, um, you you are both always welcome back on here again. And it was super enlightening. And uh, I hope you guys had a good time. Dude, I had tons of fun. I had tons of fun. I'll definitely come back on sometime because this was great. I, I enjoyed myself every second. Awesome. Awesome. What, uh, before, before we get out of here, if you want to throw out your, uh, any of your, your social media, your Twitch streams, all that stuff for, for, for everybody who's, who's in the room and then everybody who downloads it and Thor, Kirk, if you want to go first. Yeah, all my social media is just Mr. Theo, M-I-S-T-O-R-T-H-I-O, Twitter and Twitch. I'll be live in like a half hour. (laughs) (laughs) And you beer man. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else other than the Twitch, twitch.tv slash beer man. That's not, that's not, that's not exactly true because you actually, you went above and beyond and actually created an Instagram for your character. My character has an Instagram account, which I talk and comment completely in character. Uh, that is Mr. Abner one, five, five, Abner one, five, five was taken. Well, once again, guys, I couldn't, uh, I, I can't thank you enough. And, uh, and folks out there, it was so worth the, uh, the, the double episodes this week. I'm so happy that, that we got a chance to, to do this. And I wish you guys, if I don't speak to you before, but I'm sure I'll probably talk to you both in a fucking half hour because I'm a degenerate too. Uh, Dang. I wish you nothing but the, the best of luck in, in everything that you do. And I, I am going to bug you to come back on so we can, we can continue this conversation. Uh, let, let's, Let's rock it on here. This is Hit the Lotto. Again, the theme song is by Pet Fangs. If you if you don't know them, get to know them. Uh, uh, Joe Stark is is wrote the theme song for me, and he is a fucking baller from Homa, Louisiana. And Pochi McCann, thank you so much for the artwork. You guys have been fantastic. Uh, you folks out there, have a great night. Have a great week. And Hit the Lotto, we are absolutely out of here. Hit the lotto. Hit the lotto. Hit the lotto. Hit the lotto.